This podcast is brought to you by Biorad. Secondary antibodies, does binding site matter? Read by Dr. Kimberly Brian Dodd. When designing your experiments, you may need to consider where your secondary antibody binds your primary antibody. In certain circumstances, specific detection of the primary antibody requires recognition of a particular region of its structure. This podcast examines some of the different regions recognised by secondary antibodies and how you can use this information to improve your experimental design. 1. Heavy and light chain secondary antibodies. Antibodies contain heavy and light chains. Both chains have variable regions that provide the basis of the antigen epitope recognition, as well as constant regions that are highly conserved. Secondary antibodies that recognise the heavy and light chain constant regions enable detection of most primary antibodies. These secondary antibodies are particularly useful when you don't know the class or isotype of your primary antibody, since they recognise highly conserved regions between classes and isotypes and are therefore capable of broad recognition. They also give a good signal when detecting polyclonal primary antibodies, which may contain a mixture of classes and isotypes. 2. Light chain only secondary antibodies. The heavy chain has a molecular weight of around 50 kilodaltons, and there are instances where detecting it can be problematic. For example, Western blotting of immunoprecipitates where the antigen has a similar molecular weight to the heavy chain, such as P53. To avoid detecting the heavy chain, you can use a light chain only secondary antibody. Light chain ratios vary greatly between species and secondary antibodies are not generally cross-reactive. So it's important to establish the specific light chain in your primary antibody when using this type of secondary antibody. 3. Class and isotype specific secondary antibodies. In many cases, choosing a secondary antibody that recognises the host species of your primary antibody is sufficient. However, there are certain cases where a class or isotype specific secondary antibody should be used. When using monoclonal primary antibodies, care should be taken to ensure that your secondary antibody recognises the specific antibody class, for example IgM. Although many secondary antibodies will recognise a range of classes and isotypes, they may have a bias towards a more common isotype such as IgG1, which can compromise the strength of the signal. Choosing a secondary antibody that has been specifically raised against your chosen monoclonal antibody class will give you the best possible result. Additionally, when performing multiplexing experiments using primary antibodies generated using the same host species like mouse, but differing by subclass or isotype, for example, IgG2A and IgG2B, then selecting specific secondary antibodies to each subclass is crucial for correct detection of targets. 4. CH2 and CH3 domains for fab fragment detection. The CH2 and CH3 domains are located in the FC region of the antibody and are crucial for immunoglobulin effector function. Antibody engineering has made a variety of different antibody formats available for therapeutic development. And because the CH2 region confers increased antibody stability, this region is often present in therapeutic antibody fragments. Antibodies targeting the FC region like the CH2 and CH3 domains, can therefore help in the development of therapeutic antibodies. You have been listening to our podcast on the binding sites of secondary antibodies. For more help selecting your secondary antibody, take a look at our secondary antibody selection tool on our website. We also have a range of resources, tips and protocols designed to support experimental design. bio-rad-antibodies.com slash secondaries.